Lecture topic. The final advices of Prophet Muhammad. Alhamdulillahi wa tafa salatu wa salamu ala ibadihim nadeen astafa. Amma ba'du fa'audu billahi minash shaytanir rajeem. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Laqad kana lakum fi rasoolillahi uswatun hasanatun liman kana yarjullaha wal yawmal akhira wa zakarallaha kathira. وقال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم من أحب سنتي فقد أحبني ومن أحبني كان معي في الجنة أو كما قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم the very foundation of our Iman has been mentioned. That Iman, the primary aspect of Iman is the oneness of Allah wa ta'ala, to believe in the oneness of Allah ta'ala, to accept it wholeheartedly, and all the attributes of Allah ta'ala, and to worship Allah ta'ala alone. And then together with that, is Iman on Rasulullah being the Nabi of Allah wa ta'ala, the last and final Nabi of Allah ta'ala. And that salvation and success can never ever be in any other way except in the Mubarak way of Rasulullah And the personality of Nabi Kareem is so close to every mu'min's heart that Allah Tabaraka wa Ta'ala Himself declares an Nabiyu awla bil mu'mineen min anfusihim that the Nabi of Allah Tabaraka wa Ta'ala is closer to the believers than their own selves let alone anybody else and then the extent of favors Allah Ta'ala showed upon Nabi Kareem Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam the rank and position Allah Ta'ala blessed him with that after Allah Ta'ala is the rank of Nabi Kareem Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and then together with that, all the sacrifices that he made so that deen and iman could reach his ummah. All these excellences that Allah Ta'ala blessed him with and all the sacrifices that he made for us, this makes it such that the love for Nabi Kareem Wasallam will be uppermost in the heart of every mu'min compared to anything and anyone in the creation, the love for Nabi Kareem Wasallam will be the greatest. So this is that message that Nabi Kareem gives us in this Hadith Sharif but preluded by something very very important. What Nabi Kareem is giving us here is that this love which is definitely in the heart of a mu'min but the yardstick of that love is something that we need to judge. That man ahabba sunnati faqad ahabbani the one who loves my sunnah has indeed loved me. In another riwayat, man ahya sunnati faqad ahabbani. The one who brings alive my sunnah, he has loved me. And then further, man ahabbani kana fil jannah. The one who loves me will be with me in jannah. So now the sunnah, sunnah refers to the way of life. And the way of life of Nabi Kareem sallallahu includes everything. Nothing is excluded from it. Now from this entire way of life, we can summarize it into two aspects. 
One is the aspect of the rights of Allah wa ta'ala and the other is the aspect of the rights of the servants of Allah ta'ala. This is entire deen. The rights of Allah ta'ala and the rights of the servants of Allah ta'ala. There is nothing else left after that. So the rights of Allah wa ta'ala everything Allah ta'ala has commanded to fulfill all Allah ta'ala's commands are his rights. To stay away from everything Allah has forbidden is his rights. So to fulfill Allah Ta'ala's rights, that is the life of a mu'min. And then, the peak of this, the manifestation of the rights of Allah Ta'ala at its peak, is in the obligation of Salah, and the fulfillment of our five times daily Salah. Now we are talking about the way of life of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, and we are talking about fulfilling the rights of Allah wa Ta'ala. What did Nabi Kareem display in his Mubarak life? And what did he give priority to? How much of importance he gave to the aspect of Salah? Now, keeping in mind the Hadith Sharif that was recited at the beginning, Man ahabba sunnati faqad ahabbani. The one who loves my sunnah, my way of life, he has loved me. And the one who loves me will be with me in Jannah. Now this is the one aspect, the very fundamental aspect of deen, our salah, and to what extent the Biya Kareem Salah emphasized this, to what extent he took this to heart and passed it on to the Ummah. Now we need to judge ourselves in the light of this one aspect. There's so much more and everything more, but just in the mirror of salah, to judge what is our attachment to the way of life of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi and how much we love him, how much we love what he loved, how much we bring alive what he brought alive. So to understand this in the light of the last and final days of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alaihi in this in this world, it was the last salah that Nabi Kareem sallallahu alaihi performed in the masjid as the Imam for the Sahaba Ikram was the Maghrib Salah, few days before he left this dunya. And then after the Maghrib Salah, he got very ill. And when it was now time for Isha Salah, he was extremely ill. To the point that he could not come to the Masjid for Salah. He was in a state of semi-consciousness for a while. When he came to, he asked the people around, have the Sahaba performed their Salah? So the response was that Lahum Yantazirunaka Ya Rasulullah, they are waiting for your Nabi of Allah. They haven't yet performed the salah. So Nabi Kareem says to those around, Okay, help me to take a bath so that maybe I might feel a bit lighter, I might be able to go to the masjid and perform the salah. So they help him to take a bath and after having finished off this ghusl, etc., Nabi Kareem started trying to stand up to get to the masjid. But as he tried to stand up for Ughmiya alayhi, he fell unconscious again. Fell unconscious. And after a while he regained consciousness, again the first question that did the Sahaba perform their Salah yet? The response was no, not yet, they are still waiting. Nabi Kareem Sallallahu then repeats the same process, said please help me to take a bath again. And then after having completed the ghusl and now getting ready, and tries to stand up again to get to the masjid and falls unconscious for the second time. 
and then the same thing for the third time and again for the fourth time when the fourth time he regained consciousness again the first question that have the sahaba performed their salah and when the answer was no not yet they're waiting now Nabi Karim says tell Abu Bakr to go and perform the salah that instructs him that he must now go and lead the salah as the imam now these are the last days of Nabi Karim on earth so ill that he is falling unconscious so repeatedly but after three times also when the fourth time he regained consciousness the first question was about salah do we even ask ourselves is it time for salah while we are busy in all our things while we are busy in the midst of our work are we watching is it time for salah and let alone in the midst of work in the midst of our entertainment obviously within the limits of Sharia and Allah forbid if it's gone into haram then where is that gone to? Or when we are going to bed at night are we conscious that I need to set the alarm for Fajr Salah to be able to make it with Jama'ah in the Masjid Nabi Karim Salaam was falling unconscious one time after the other and still trying to get to the Masjid so now again in the light of the Hadith Sharif Man ahabba sunnati faqad ahabbani Sunnah the way of life and the way of life of Nabi Kareem the priority in this was his salah. And this was such a priority that in the last moments of life, that as Nabi Kareem gave his parting advice to the Ummah, his wasiyat, his wasiyat was As Salah wa Ma Malakat Imanukum. As Salah wa Ma Malakat Imanukum. Be very, very conscious and careful about your fulfillment of your salah and be careful about how you treat your slaves, those who are under you, your subordinates, in our context, your employees, your helpers. Beware of Allah Ta'ala. What Allah Ta'ala commands are in this regard as well. Be cautious about it. And Allah says, فَمَا زَالَ يُغَرْغِرُ بِهَا صَدْرُهُ وَمَا يُفِيدُ بِهَا لِسَانُهُ Nabi Kareem continued repeating this until the point when now there was no more voice left and his Mubarak tongue was not able to verbalize it anymore, say it anymore but we continued hearing this sound gurgling from his Mubarak heart and chest that what he was saying first verbally and now unable to say it anymore we could still hear the sound coming from his chest, As-Salah wa ma malakat imanukum. Now this is what we need to now reflect upon. In the light again of this Hadith Sharif, Man ahabba sunnati faqad ahabbani. The one who loves my way of life, he loves me. What is our importance to Salah, our attachment to Salah? How much of care we give to our Salah? How much of importance to the time of Salah? And then the other hadith also of the same Man ahya sunnati faqad ahabbani The one who brings alive my way of life How much of effort is made to bring alive salah in our homes In our own lives, in our homes In those we interact with, in the ummah at large So this was one aspect of deen And the one fundamental part of deen, the rights of Allah Ta'ala And the, this is all brought to its peak in the obligation of salah so deen is all about this fulfillment of rights of Allah Ta'ala and the rights of the servants of Allah Ta'ala. 
as far as the rights of the servants of Allah are concerned, again, in the final days of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, there's all aspects that we have heard many times, we have discussed many times, but how much of this has come into our lives is what we have to consider. Has it moved us to now start making changes? How much has the importance of Salah increased in our lives? We've heard it ten times, has it increased by ten percent also? If you've heard it fifty times, has it increased at least ten percent still? If not, then this something is still missing. Because hearing itself, talking itself is not going to do anything. We have to then reflect upon it, sit down and give time to think about what we heard, what we spoke, and then what are we going to do about it? What steps are we going to take to move forward? So in any case, coming to the aspect of the rights of the servants of Allah Ta'ala, again in the last days of the Mubarak life of Nabiya Kareem Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, the Fadl ibn Abbas says, that I came to Nabiya Kareem Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, he was experiencing a very severe fever. In that condition, he said to me, take my hand, take my hand so that I could stand up now, I need support to stand up, to walk. In this condition, Nabiya Kareem Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, with the support of Fadl ibn Abbas Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, came into the masjid and sat down on the member and then he said, call the sahaba. It wasn't even yet time for salah. It was prior to the time of Zohar. The sahaba were gathered. Then Nabi Akareem Salaam delivered a khutbah. And in the khutbah, he said that the time has come now to fulfill the rites as well. And then now he's addressing the sahaba ikram who were there to sacrifice their lives for him. Whatever they possessed, they regarded it as their greatest fortune if Nabi Akareem took it. And after all, if he took it, what he'll do with it? He'll use it for the deen of Allah Taala. But despite that now, Nabi Akareem is addressing them and saying to them that now the time has come to make sure that the rights are also fulfilled and settled. And then he says to them that Allah man Look, if I ever hit anybody on their back, meaning sometimes now, maybe it was done in a light way, but maybe somebody took offense to it or felt hurt. Whereas this would, where would Nabi Kareem Salaam, the Masum Nabi of Allah Taala, sinless, and at the peak of good character and akhlaq, where he ever hurt anybody? But he's giving us the Ummad the lesson. That in this condition, so ill, unable to walk without support to come to the masjid. Nabi Kareem Salaam comes, sits down, gives us khutbah. And then he says, if I have ever hurt somebody's back, then here's my back, here available. Fal yastaqid minhu, come and take the revenge now. How I took, if I hurt you, you come hurt me now. Subhanallah. Can we imagine who is saying this and to who is saying it? If I ever said a harsh word to anybody, I ever abused somebody verbally, then this, I ever hurt somebody's honor and dignity, then here's my honor here. Come, you take your revenge now. Say those harsh words back to me. Do we ever think about what we've said? And making amends for it. As in Psalm, sometimes we overstep the bar, we make a mistake. But have you ever thought about making amends also? Of seeking forgiveness? 
وَمَنْ كُنْتُ أَخَسْتُ لَهُ مَالًا فَهَذَا مَالِي فَلْيَسْتَقِدْ مِنْ If I ever take in anybody's wealth wrongfully in any other way then here's my wealth you take what you have to take what your right is and then Nabi Kareem Sassam says that وَلَا يَقُولَنَّ رَجُلٌ إِنِّي أَخْسَ الشَّحْنَا مِنْ قِبَلِ رَسُولِ اللَّهِ صلى الله عليه وسلم Nobody should ever say that I'm afraid that Nabi Kareem Sassam will harbor some ill feeling towards me that now in the midst of the gathering of the Sahaba I stood up and I said, yes, you owe me this right. Oh, you did this to me, so I want to take revenge. Nobody must ever think in that way. Harboring any malice, harboring any ill feeling for anybody, this is not my nature, it doesn't behove me. I don't ever harbor malice for anybody. This is my heart, this is my life, this is my way of life. مَنْ أَحَبَّ سُنَّتِي فَقَدْ أَحَبَّنِي وَمَنْ أَحَبَّنِي كَانَ مَعِي فِي الْجَنَّةِ The one who loves my way of life, loves me. The one who loves me will be with me in Jannah. My life and my way of life is keeping my heart clean. And then Nabi Karim Salaam further goes to say, the most beloved person is the one who comes and takes his rights. أَوْ حَلَّلَنِي Or then he absolves me of it. Because I like to meet Allah Taala in a condition that I am completely clean. I am not taking along any issues, any baggage. I don't have anybody's rights on my head still. I want to meet Allah Ta'ala in a way I am completely clean. And then having discussed all this in detail and much more other aspects that I mentioned, Nabi Salaam said, I am not even going to suffice on saying this once. I am going to repeat this. The time of Zuhar came. Nabi Karim Salaam performed the Zuhar Salah and then he after the Zuhar Salah came onto the member again. And he repeated all this one more. And the aspect about the rights, and the aspect about never ever thinking I will harbor any malice against anybody. You take your right, what your right is, take it. Or then absolve me of it. So our entire deen, this is the two parts to it. The rights of Allah wa ta'ala, the rights of the servants of Allah ta'ala. Nabi Kareem sallam highlighted both as his way of life, Right in the last days of life, in the time when he was extremely ill, when he was unable to come without support to the masjid, then too he took support and came. And when he was unable to come to the masjid at all anymore, then too he highlighted how much of effort he made to try and come. So that in that last moment also, every possible effort was made to try to be in the masjid for salah. And this, as you mentioned, this is the what all the rights of Allah Ta'ala, this is manifested at the peak in the obligation of Salah. Five times a day, and without a valid excuse, never to miss it with Jama'ah also. So this is what we have to reflect on, this is the message that Nabi Kareem Salaam gave. As mentioned, speaking about it, listening to it, is very important, not sufficient. Having eaten the food is very important, but not good enough if it's not digested. If it's not digested and it was just all just passed out, then it didn't benefit in any way. Having eaten the food, it must become, it must digest, must become part of nourishment of every vein. Then now it has benefited. So the same thing has to be with any dini advice, having spoken it, having heard it, to take a few minutes thereafter, later, to sit down to reflect upon it. And reflect upon my own life in the light of these advices. In the light of what Nabi Kareem Salaam highlighted, what he in the last moments of life, 
when he couldn't say it with his tongue anymore, his Mubarak tongue was unable to move, but his heart kept on gurgling, As-salah wa ma malakat imanukum. Be conscious of your salah and your treatment to your subordinates, your slaves who are under you in your care. And the aspects of the right of people, to what extent Nabiya Kareem Salaam highlighted this, if we take this to heart, we digest this, and this becomes part of our consciousness, inshallah this will become a means of great benefit for us, and will bring us closer to Allah Taala. Allah Taala give us the tawfiq. Wa akhiru da'awana alhamdulillah.